and raised in the trees of western Kentucky on wobbly knees with mama beside you to help you along you'll soon be Welcome to the first hour of the Tom Dupree Show on this Derby Day morning. Joining us for this first half of the hour is Missy Clifton. And in the second half of the hour, we're going to have Bill Morgan of the poor man's Harlan County Derby Party. He's been having that party, Tom. What what did he say? 48 years. 48 years. So we'll hear from him. But now here's our host, Tom Dupree. So when I was... Uh, at the University of South Swanee, Tennessee, I was a uh, disc jockey on WUTS, and uh, the the girls would call in and ask us to play songs by Dan Fogelberg, aka the Saint. And it's hard to describe the devotion for this guy's music in his looks among uh, young ladies of a certain age and sort of socioeconomic uh, background, but it was big. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if he was, if there was a Dan Fogelberg song playing like in the pub, I remember one time I was down there and this is after I graduated this song came out called leader of the band and all the women in there got quiet listening to that song now maybe you all can explain that phenomenon but all I know is I witnessed it I got nothing on that wasn't there can't comment none yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez, We're not helping heck? you out here. <laughs> Missy and I have trouble being quiet anytime. So, What's your problem? All right. So that that would be part okay, of the... Okay, so... No, the song talk. is over. That's, All right, we, we got a little time here. I want to talk about this leak at the Supreme Court that... Uh, said uh, they're going to overturn overturn Roe versus Wade, and the incredible um, reaction by the left, um, Hillary Clinton. They, it's they've all been given the same script, 
because basically they all describe it the same way. Despicable, horrible. It's as if uh, somebody has killed somebody. And uh, it's like it's as bad as a war crime. The fact that really what they've said is that they're going to send the abortion decision back to each state to make its own determination. And now you're hearing corporations like Amazon, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Goldman Sachs, now coming out and saying, as part of our health care plan, we'll pay for travel for abortions for our uh, employees that work in states that maybe end up banning abortions. You had Chuck Schumer, the titular head of the Senate, uh, come out with a scathing speech the other day, basically saying that abortion is the issue of our time. It's more important than inflation, than the border crisis, than um, COVID. More important than any of these things is the right, the protected right to abortion, such that the Senate has now put forward an idea where they will codify the right to abortion within federal law overrule anything any state could do. And they're talking about trying to get that done. Meanwhile, the Biden administration sees no problem with protesters coming to the houses of the justices. We don't know who took happened, what happened, how this information was leaked, but this is where Missy is going to take over. She's done a tremendous amount of work around this. Um, this is kind of the stuff she does. I don't think she sleeps much. She actually does this all night long. No, God. Really. Anyway, it, but but so go ahead. It, it's funny, just to pull back for a minute, it's like it almost feels like every bit of the chaos that we've experienced in the last two years feels so on purpose and so planned for us to to sigh with relief when some decision is made for us you know because it's it's so confusing and it's upsetting and you know i, I think it's it absolutely is the it's the end all to think that there are pro abortion protests that are planned at churches on mother's day i think just that just takes the cake it's just this really interesting oh and by by the way just like that poof we know what women are again <laughs> wow we, we are a wow society. now that was that was <laughs> we, so damn good just, excuse me it's just uh, that you nailed it 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 we are we are the, we are the oh, wow. funniest sorry i'm sorry we are the funniest funniest society we we are just a funny funny society we we send out <laughs> every time i've ever vacationed not every time but when i've vacationed in florida before um i the big deal for the baby sea turtles, you know, people actually send out baby shower invitations and they gather in hordes to usher the little, the, you know, to protect the eggs and then usher them to the, you know, the, the little baby sea turtles into the ocean, you know, mm-hmm. this is a big deal. I mean, it's such a big deal that you are charged under state and federal penalties with serious fines 
if you impede the progress or cause any harm to those turtles. But okay. All right. So where so, are we? So yeah, what, just, what does that have to do with the woman um, thing? Let's go back to that real quick. Yeah. So when Katanji was getting uh, uh, approved, which has been what, four or five weeks ago, we didn't really know what a woman was right, right. right there. She's not a biologist, right? Yeah. So, she so we didn't know what a woman was. But, but now that now, the um, women's rights. Yeah, that, that, it's interesting boy we do go back and forth we are we we are funny all right so let's just back up and just kind of lay the groundwork uh for anybody that hasn't been following the news basically you had a leaked opinion written by judge alito um it was written actually back in february it was a 90 page opinion piece um that a journalist Josh Gerstein from Politico, which is a political journalistic company out of Virginia. A little bit left-leaning. You know, I mean, regardless, he receives this stolen or leaked copy of a draft overturning Roe versus Wade. All right, back up. Let's talk about the circle of people that would have access to this type of information is extremely small. What it's supposed to be are the justices and the clerks. And that's about it. So what, what was this? And it was an leaked opinion on a case that was in front of them, which was the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization in Mississippi. From everything that I've read, uh, the Jackson Women's Health Organization is basically the sole abortion clinic that's available to them. Yeah. Um, and in it, they were, uh, it was, you know, the discussion of the 15-week demarcation um, that was enact- it was enacted in I think it was 2018, um, but it never went into effect because when they put it into it was a, a you know basically a pretty Republican full um, legislation at the time it didn't go into effect because of legal legal challenges that immediately came about when they when they voted on it um, the. Jackson Women's Health Organization of Mississippi, I believe, is contending that fetuses are not viable at 15 weeks. So this this whole situation is null and void. So that's it's gone to the Supreme Court. Okay, I think that and and, and what's happened. Um, so so number one, that it was leaked. I call serious foul play. Um, I I I throw a flag down on that one. There, that's that that just doesn't happen. Um, so why was it leaked? I mean, for, number one, they need to get to the point of it being leaked. Um, if, if people remember, I think we were talking about earlier, poor James O'Keefe um, from, from Project Veritas, who's been on this show a couple of times, uh, was hauled, you know, rudely hauled out of his home in handcuffs and, and, and charged for, suggest, for saying that he legally had Ashley Biden's diary, but they arrested him on the fact that that he had it basically suggesting and they're doing nothing about the leak from the supreme court and doing nothing about the leak from the supreme court so there's there's something i think if the last two years have taught us anything it's not to underestimate the attempt to affect policy by what's going on now riot and fire um so again the chances of it being leaked for anything but agitation is probably pretty slim um, so, you know, what, what are we seeing? We've, we've got the barricades and the protesters outside the courthouses. Um, we've got them, um, you know, uh, you know, suggesting that they need to go in, in, in front of the, it's not going to end abortion. It's just going to kick it back to the States. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, to and, and New York and California have already said, we see this as a revenue opportunity. 
we will be the abortion providers oh, I, I, for each coast. And you can come here and you'll be safe getting an abortion. And Colorado, of course, will, will be well, there. Okay, so I'm, I'm actually kind of interested because all I see is it escalating from the protest, you know, protester standpoint. And what, I'm, what I'd like to, you know, a, a thought is that I think this will definitely test the January 6th principles because personally, I don't think anybody that went to the Capitol on January 6th really thought they were going to overthrow the government. Sorry. I think it was frustration, uh, uh, you know, 15 minutes of fame, um, you know, prayer. sounded good. I knew a guy prayer. that went there to pray. Oh, exactly. I, I remember that. I remember you told me about him. Um, but so personally, I don't think that they went there actually because they thought they were going to overthrow the, overthrow the government. But the abortion right protesters? Oh, I absolutely They've already believe said, that this- Burn it down. Burn it down. Yeah. That they, they want to influence and change what's going on. So- um, Well, Okay. We know that there's a double standard, and there always has been. Now, what we are going to see tested, if it's allowed to be fair, is do the American people remain supine in the face of this, or do they decide, you know, this is just one more abomination thrust upon us of the left basically telling us, what to do now i would say that in this is going to be let's go into the psychology of this a little bit because i want to look at the way women have been brainwashed in this society for a long time and basically you guys in your generation certainly people in my generation and maybe to a lesser extent but some extent in the up-and-coming generations have been told that if you are not a quote feminist you're not really a woman you're not a player you're not somebody whose um uh opinion can be taken seriously and that goes for not only hardcore liberal women but it also kind of goes for those that would call themselves conservative. I would say in many cases, most people are conservative up to a point, and that's when their identity starts getting messed with or you start telling me I'm not in the crowd. And the, the whole thing, if you look at the way Hillary Clinton has hustled her thing, it's about getting the girls in the crowd. And so my interest is how many of these sort of uh, suburban, quote, Republican types who voted for Joe Biden in the last election, how many of them are going to flip out? Well, um, I, from my own view, I honestly believe that people have been propagandized to the point that they just don't, that they see abortion as a freedom and choice right, not as, they do not view it as ending a life. Yeah, that's what, that's how most people probably look at it because they don't think of it in terms – I think of it as ending a life, and here's why. Psalm 139 says – and you know, and I didn't even start with the scripture. I forgot to. We jumped so quick into it. But I'll read from Psalm 139 because it talks about uh, the uh, gestation period, and it, it talks about – 
how God knows us, not only before we were created, but uh, during our creation and uh, afterwards, certainly. Uh, you know, when I sit and rise, it's Psalm 139, 2, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Now we jump to uh, verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Now, so if we're going to decide that we are going to play God and we're going to, I think in previous generations, a hundred years ago and before that, there was an incredible reverence and respect for childbearing, for the process of birth. But there have been uh, civilizations in the past where actually children were sacrificed for some kind of religious purpose. I think we're in one of those periods where the where civilization has declined so precipitously that life itself has very little meaning. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, um, it's it, it pitting pitting people who believe the baby killers up against the people who are drawn you know drawn their toe in the sand on freedom of choice, my body, my choice. Um, it it it's like you're you're not going to convince one side to come over to the other side, and it's funny because I I have daughters and I I believe raising raising my daughters to be strong women did not mean sacrificing their femininity or rejoicing in their femininity and their, and all that came with that and their ability to create life. Um, I am one of those people who um, I don't see, I don't see what the problem is because, and I know that people have trigger points on victims of sexual crime, like, you know, rape or incest or in the rare occasions that it threatens the less life of the mother. Less than 1%. Less right. than 1%. I, and I know, I, and I believe that. I, I actually am one of those people who look at um, con- conception. Let's back this up. I actually, I believe in the science of life developing in the womb. That's what I believe. I believe in science and that is life developing in the womb. And I believe in the science of a heartbeat. I believe when the doctor says, you know, it's checking the vitals, you know, we have a pulse, they're alive. That growing fetus is alive and, and it is, and it, it deserves all due process and protection that, that we as a civilized, civilized group of people need to offer. It, it's interesting to me because, you know, people will say, well, what's the mother, you know, the mother, the mother, I, 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 it, it, it didn't mean it wasn't supposed to happen. And I look at it in the same way as a drunk driver, you know, causes harm to another individual. It, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. It's almost like, it's almost like the person that 
So has, what's your point? Well, it's almost like, you know, <laughs> well, that, that you should, you know, that abortion is almost like should be treated like drunk driver and manslaughter. It's not, you didn't intend for it to happen, but you, it, it happened. And now, now you must deal with the consequences regardless of what the, what the, what the issues were. Okay. Well, this could be another show. For some reason, I think of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, but I don't know why I'm thinking of that. But anyway, we're not going to resolve this right now. And I do believe we try to maintain an open mind. Uh, but we do talk about things that you won't hear on M- MSNBC. And that's sort of uh, our shtick, if you will. Uh, we got to be honest about things, open, and realize we don't have all the answers. We don't. And I, I can't pretend to know what goes through somebody's mind or heart, especially when they're the mother. Anyway, and I'm not going to probably find that out. No, so we're going to segue into our Derby Party host, Bill Morgan. He'll be with us the second half of the hour. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the hour. As promised, we've got Bill Morgan joining us. 
He had a big derby party last night. We're going to hear all about it. Uh, Who was that? That's Tom Dupree in the background. So you were just listening to my old Kentucky home done by Happy Chandler. Uh, and Bill, my uh, guest here, his Aunt Udi, uh, Mary Whitfield Dupree, when she was a student at UK, they would take the train to school, and uh, Happy Chandler was was running for student office or something, and he would meet people at the train, get their name, and remember it for the rest of his life, according to her. Anyway, Bill Morgan uh, is um, my cousin and my friend, and when we were little, he used to beat up on me and Brian. He always had this big uh, uh, trash can full of marbles, and he had all the coolest 45s of all the, uh, the, the, the recent groups. But anyway, Bill, uh, and really primarily Bill, but, um, and with help from others, uh, for many years, Smitty, uh, and other people has been, uh, putting together the, uh, poor man's Harlan County Derby party. This last night was the 48th one. So that's folks, that's nearly 50 years which makes it, in my opinion, the longest-running uh, derby party or derby eve party in Fayette County. Uh, probably at one time you could have said Anita Madden, but she hasn't done hers for years. She's no longer with us. But um, so, anyway, uh, Bill, welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Thanks for having me, Tom and Mrs. Dupree. Yeah, Mrs. Dupree, make sure you get that right, too, by the way. Um, she, uh, so, Bill, um, you know, we've only got 20 minutes or so. Talk a little bit about how uh, this party came about. Well, the party uh, started in Ivanhoe Apartments. That was a, a classy place that I used to, used to live. Yeah. And. You know, my mother, she knew what that place was when she dropped me off. Uh, she had picked me back up and took me back to Harlan. Yeah. But I anyway, uh, the party started there. And reason we called the poor man's Harlan County Derby Eve party is is because this, you know, uh, all the big parties like uh, the Madden party, the Combs party, uh, the Jones party, uh, the Whitney party. All, all these parties were going on. And, you know, us poor people didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> And you guys had a party out in the, the yard of the the of the Ivanhoe Apartments, which is kind of over uh, off of Mason Headley and uh, Harrodsburg Road back in there. It's called Legion Drive. Legion Drive. Then the party moved over to Jim Royalty's house. Uh, uh, yeah, my duplex over there, yes. Uh, was that out in Gainesway? Or? Uh, that was on Stanford Drive. Yeah. And that was there for a while. Yeah, we 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 had uh, we roasted hogs. We had three or four hundred people there, and the situ situation was with the police. The police, you know, the police were there, and the neighbors <laughs> always called the police on us, and we didn't have any worries because we had the police there. Okay, so then, uh, in you know, maybe thirty years ago or more, 
the party migrated over to B&B Morgan Tire, your place of business, over on North Broadway. So you, <laughs> you all would clean out. I mean, <laughs> folks, this is a tire store. It's, it's almost like they'd be bringing coal trucks in there. And they would clean that thing out and put a band like in one of the oil bays or something, and they'd be cranking the music, and there'd be bands everywhere. And they would have them sometimes more than one. It's it was it was always a good time. The food would kind of be out front in the parking lot. People would have to park up and down Broadway. Uh, Smitty uh, would be there, if you recall, Smitty, uh, who worked at Columbia Steakhouse. Also, he was a bailiff over at the county courthouse. He'd be there wearing his tuxedo, kind of um, welcoming people to the party. Um, and there was, were some good years. Uh, we would have Uncle Jimmy Scaff come up from Harlan to try to uh, help. He probably mainly got in the way, but he was trying to help. And, uh, you know, uh, he was there. Uh, we had uh, Brian would be there and, and numerous other friends. The thing you got to understand about Bill Morgan is, uh, yeah, he was in the tire business, but he's also a little bit of a rock star. So, And I, I'll give you an example. About five years ago, uh, in, uh, June, um, Bill called me up and said, we're all going over to Churchill, uh, and, uh, gun runner, the well-known horse is running in the Jim Dandy or the Stephen Foster is one of those, uh, grade one races over at night at Churchill. We got over there. It was a bigger crowd than I thought there would be a lot of young people and stuff like that. So, uh, we're. Also with us is Hall of Fame jockey Pat Mc, or uh, Chris McCarron. Chris McCarron has won almost every race there is to one. A lot of them two and three times. He's the he's the jockey's jockey. He's as Hall of Fame as you can get. Bill Morgan is known for wearing blue colored sunglasses and sitting behind the UK. Uh, basketball bench. So we're all standing up there. Here's this Hall of Fame jockey, and some kid comes running up and asks Bill for his autograph because he knows him as the guy who wears the blue sunglasses. So he doesn't even talk to the Hall of Fame jockey. He talks to Bill. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Let's talk a little bit about the the derby party and some of the causes that you guys help because it's not just a big fun time for people it's for people to it's it's a charity uh event well one one thing about it barbara bailey from harlan she was on channel 27 for many years she says bill with all these people coming why why can't why can't you do something for charity and she says by the way i just happen to be be on the board of big brothers big sisters I said, well, let's let's get let's get the party started, and we'll raise some money. So over the years, we've had so many different different causes from like writing for hope. But I guess one of the crowning moments was uh, this is the anniversary of Officer Brian Derman. His watch ended on th- this Thursday, th- like today before the Derby, Derby 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 Eve party. So the situation was. Uh, they left the whole shift off to come come to my party, and we raised you know forty or forty five thousand dollars cash for Brandy Durham. Uh, he Durham was and, killed in the line of duty, right? 
is watching it on limestone one street over. So, you know, I always love my Metro cops and we, we, they left the party with $45,000 and there's a lot of crying, but you know, they, you know, it's not much, but you know, for a, a poor man's party to leave, leave the party with 45,000 is pretty good. What are, what are, yes, that, that to me, that's one of the high points ever of the party. Um, Talk about some of the notable um, personalities that have been there <laughs> over the – that'd take about an hour, but, you know, just a few names if, if you want to talk about them. Well, we had uh, Tubby Smith come in one night with all the coaches, and he, they sang all night long. Uh, Dr. Dan Jackson, which is, you know, playing uh, – played last night uh, – he just played the saxophone. The coaches ha- had a big time. Uh, Bill Self from Kansas, he just won the NCAA. You know, he, he came there with, uh, you know, so we've had a lot of coaches come o- over. Joe Hall used to come there all, all, all the time. Right. Uh, Stoops and some of the football coaches. You've, right, had, you've right. had a lot of football players right. there over the years. Right. So the party is ongoing, and thinking about it, what what makes this party so special? We don't have any problems because we have so many policemen there, and and we we you know we just there's a we just don't have problems. It's just fun, 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 fun. It is uh, fun, and this will be this show is going to be playing right after it was the party was last night at the Roxy down on Main Street. Let me ask you something, Bill. Uh, what is it about you and your upbringing and uh, the things that you thought of as you were a young person that gave you such a deep love of the of the state of Kentucky and uh, the University of Kentucky and Lexington and the people and just wanting to help things? Well, th- there's been so many different causes over the years, but you know, this year was a special, special cause is for, for a Christ Episcopal church that my family built back in Harlan, the Whitfields and the Duprees. Well, no, the Whitfields. Okay. But go ahead. And in, in the thirties, my mother, they, on the groundbreaking of the church, she had the shovel and, you know, shovel at the first bit of dirt. She was born in 30, wasn't she? She's born in 28. 28. But it's like. So she an, would have been about an eight or 10 year old girl. Right, right's correct. Right there off of, if you know Harlan at all, uh, it's kind of down at the foot of Ivy Hill uh, next to Clover Street on one side. And uh, right across there used to be Cornet's uh, Grocery that you could go in there and buy you a knee high. Right. It's across from Harlan High School, but the, the church. The problem with this church is they have a lot of outreach uh, programs, fe- you know, feeding up homeless people and drug addicts and stuff like that. But the only problem is there's only only like 16 people left in the church, and right. all the Whitfields are gone. But, but uh, before the tar- party started, we've already raised over $7,000 for the church already. And I, th- I guarantee you you'll raise a lot more. So, uh, yeah, that was the church I was personally as a baby uh, baptized in. Uh, my parents sang uh, in the choir, sang in the choir. Dad was on the vestry. Uh, of course, uh, uncle Brian, that would have been your grandfather. Uncle Brian Whitfield, uh, was a very active, uh, member in that church as was people from the AW Whitfield family. Yeah, Kits Whitfields, the, the Kits Whitfields, the, uh, Gus Whitfield group. Uh, and you know, I just, 
I'm telling you, uh, but here's the thing. Despite the fact that they live way down in the mountains, at that time, a four-and-a-half to five-hour drive from Lexington on uh, uh, um, 25. Yeah, on 25, but uh, the other road that goes from Harlan to Pineville, um, it, it was just they had this loyalty to central Kentucky and they loved coming up to Lexington. They had a loyalty to UK and the people of Kentucky, just cause it was way down in the corner. That didn't mean they weren't true blue Kentuckians. They were, tr- especially my, my grandfather, uh, he donated a hospital, a library, scholarship funds at uk union Cumberland college center, right. center college my 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 grandfather was a you know giver backer brian whitfield uh junior right bw right. yeah brian watkins whitfield jr on the aw whitfield side uh the story goes that they were in a in a coal mine one time and they came up on something didn't know what it was and they said boy stop mining get away from this thing it was a petrified stump that had been down in the earth and had turned into coal. They carefully cut it out of there without damaging it, took it up to uh, the UK geology department and made a gift of it. They put it out in front in a kind of a case where you could look at it out in front of there. It's behind the student center. Yeah, that's over where it is. And that's the other Whitfield family that they were related, but way back to the grandfather's. And uh, George Whitfield, who was a member of that, uh, Stan Napier uh, told the story that uh, he was up at Moorhead one time and uh, he saw George up there. And he said, George, what are you doing up here? Uh, I thought you went to UK. He said, Daddy ran out of stumps. <laughs> so that's the story. I hope George doesn't mind me here saying that. But it, the, the, the point is this uh, – Harlan County Derby Eve party has become an institution. It really has. There's people that's been to every one of those parties. Um, it's a spirit of giving and trying to help the community. It is a spirit of, uh, fun. And Bill Morgan has always had a can do mentality. He's excited about doing different things. He's very generous and he tries to help different organizations. Name, if you can name a few more of the organizations that you guys have helped over the years. One year, uh, the K uh, Wood Leverage Center Boys and Girls Club in Harlan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tubby, Tubby gave 5000 Rick Bettino gave 10000 I don't know what we end up getting, but they got a pretty good uh, hit uh, slug of cash. Yes, and that's a thing that, is been there to help underprivileged kids up in Harlan that the late K Wood Ledford and his wife, Francis, um, funded, you know, to help these folks. Um, are you still involved in the horse business at all? Cause at one time you had a great running thoroughbred called, uh, Amy keys and then you had another one, uh, something keys. Uh, Ruby surprise. Ruby surprise. Are you still fooling with horses at all? Or uh, my my son has take, taken that over, but he's he's a lot smarter than me. He he, he buys trotters. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, trotters are, they don't have any of those in the Derby. Um, so these days, Bill, I know you spend some time in Florida. You care about uh, the causes that you you care about. Uh, and your son, uh, the younger Bill Morgan, he'd be what, like the fifth or something? Fourth? He's a third. A third. He is engaged in the tire business. Incredible young man. Bill Morgan Tire, based in Richmond. They'll come out if you have a flat somewhere, and buddy, they'll they'll have your car up and and have a uh, a new tire on there. And of course, Bill, uh, he and Brian, his brother, had B and B Morgan Tire for for numerous years, um, and they were involved in the tire business. How did you get in tires when your family had been in the coal business? Well, I, uh, one reason why they sold they sold out to Duke Power, so. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have a choice. Had to go go to Harlan Retread in Harlan, and you know, uh, make ends meet. That's the Howard family. Yeah, right? yeah. Alan Alan hired. So it was as a tough time for me being a being a tire man. But th- then from there, you know, I did my my three years there. That I got Alan Hyatt got me a job for General Tire and Rubber Company on, on Winchester Road. Yeah. So I came there and worked worked all through college. Then instead of going to law school, you know, I. I chose a bad thing. I, I stayed in the tire business. So, uh, but Bill could. Bill was an incredible salesman for uh, 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 General Tire. That wasn't. That's different than Uniroyal, right? Right. General General Tire and Rubber Company. Yeah, and then it, they opened their own deal over on North Broadway, and they would sell Dayton. And uh, we went out to uh, Oklahoma City. Once or twice on a Dayton Tire deal, right? So that was fun, but you know you've you've done so many good things in 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 Central Kentucky and in your home hometown of Harlan, your home county. I just want to thank you for for doing the things you've done, Bill. Well, thank you, Tommy, because Tommy is one of the main benefactors of this party. So uh, Tommy has a very generous heart as well. Well, I you know I I've been blessed so but not I'm not really the main one but I, I help out a little bit but anyway uh, so Elizabeth here you go hey happy happy Derby Day and I did have two horse two horses run on Derby Day and one of them won and that's a great way to close out the show listen Bill Morgan thanks for joining us you are really the spirit of Kentucky you have the most one of the most giving hearts and you're truly generous and we appreciate your time we will be back in the next hour with our financial guys it's been a wild ride in the stock market this week so you want to stay tuned for that you're listening to the tom dupree show we'll be back in just a few minutes the young folk roll on to cabin floor all merry all happy and bright by and by hard times comes a knocking at the door